Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. We're at the top of the hour, everybody. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon from wherever you are in the world. Today, this is the Global Watch International Call. This is Wednesday, uh, November 24th. It's 3 p.m. in Jerusalem. And today is a, a great lineup for this for this call. Karen Davis, you can take it away. Hallelujah. Welcome, everybody, to our, our Wednesday Israel Watch. I am really delighted today because we have Rania Sayeg with us. I know many of you, most of you know Rania because, yeah. And uh, so Rania's in what, what used to be called uh, Nazareth Elite. Or are you sitting at home now? Maybe you're sitting in, in your home in Nazareth. Anyway, we are going to share because God's doing some amazing things with her and her ministry and God just uh, a whole new opened up a whole new facility and we felt together to come together as um, Jew and, and Arab Israelis today to really pray into a, a breakout in Galilee that, that there will be a fresh fire <laughs> that will break out. So we're going to hear from Rania after we go into some worship, but I also wanted to just say, say a couple of things. First of all, I wanted to say, I don't know if we have any of our Australian brothers and sisters on here, but I was very, very, you know, I love what's going on in the Global Watch because we have our linking arms, shields across the continents, across the globe, bearing each other's burdens. And I was so moved by our, by Jenny Hager and, and Ruth Webb and, and others from Australia today, really crying out. And uh, we're, I'm going to be entering into their, 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 their three days of worship to just pray for a breakthrough in Australia through the, the intense mandate situation that's coming in on them right now. So, so Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing um, in joining our hearts together. And, and, for, and for our brother Malcolm Heading, that was just posted a few minutes ago that he's going to be going into bypass surgery at four o'clock today. We lift him up, Lord, this wonderful brother Malcolm, who has been a blessing to the body of Messiah and to the nation of Israel. We ask that your, your hand will guide that surgery and you will heal totally in the name of Yeshua, Lord, raise him up to fulfill his course in you and all God's purposes for him in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. So Lord, we look to you today, oh God, the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has prevailed. He has given us the keys of the kingdom to open up the gates of bronze. From every tribe and tongue and nation, Jew and Gentile, he King of kings and Lord of lords. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has prevailed. He has given us the keys of the kingdom from every tribe and tongue and nation. Us in heavenly places, the spirit and the Yeshua. God, I, I won't be overwhelmed. Give me vision to see things like you do. God, I look to you. Hallelujah. You're where my help comes from. Give me vision to know just what to do. And I will love you a close line. I've known you as a father. 
surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord thank you Lord you prepare a table in the presence of our enemies oh God <laughs> yes Lord hallelujah Rania if you want to just lead out now thank you for this tender moment in your presence Lord thank you for rushing down of your spirit right now over each one of us Thank you for this incredible presence that we're just sensing right now as we're gathering from the nations together, Lord. Father, I ask right now that we would be showered with your love, Father, that there will be a fresh baptism of this fiery love yes. in our hearts, Lord. Ignite this fire deep inside of our hearts, Lord, and let the altar continue to burn before you, Lord, and bring such pleasure to your heart, Father. So we love you. We say how much we love you and we thank you for your faithfulness and goodness that's running after us, Lord. Because you are good and your mercies endures forever. Thank you for the oil. I know we could continue on in worship, but Rhonda, maybe you should just share your yeah. vision, your heart, and we can go back into worship and we will go back into prayer as the Lord leads. Yeah, thank you, Karen. Thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining this time together. It's always a great honor to be together as a family, global family, coming together to worship and pray. And uh, thank you, Karen, for opening this opportunity to share with you all. And I hope everyone hears me well. I hope that the voice is well and clear. So perfect. Perfect. Karen asked me to share about what the Lord's been doing in our ministry recently and had really the the honor and uh, privilege to have a couple of our friends and pastors and uh, leaders that st stand with us in this land. Of course, there's many others that stand with us but couldn't be with us in the dedication on the 22nd on last Monday. Basically, you're talking about two days ago, we had our dedication for the new facility that the Lord has blessed us with. And this uh, has been a journey for me. For uh, years, we've been praying for a space and a place bigger than the house of prayer that we served the Lord in and built his altar in Nazareth for 17 years. So after 17 years, for more than seven, eight years, we've been praying for a bigger place. And the Lord just recently opened my heart to continue pursue that, We're talking about three months ago, where I began to pursue this, uh, we began to pursue it actually from the beginning uh, of the year. But as we seek, we sought the Lord's heart for it. We began to seek where the place is for us to to be moving to. And during this time, the Lord was just you know giving me such a heart to see Him expand the, the work here because the the place began to be very tight for us for the young people and for the women and the, the things that the Lord has entrusted us to do. And those of you who doesn't know our ministry, our hearts is really to see uh, the body of Christ in Israel, both Arab and Jew. And specifically, we focus on two groups uh, of people, uh, the young people, the Arab young people, and several of the Messianic, of course, come to visit us. We've always wanted this uh, unity and love and co cooperation with our Jewish family because we uh, believe that there is always an open heaven when Jew and Arab stand together in prayer. We've experienced that. We have 
seen the glory of the Lord appear when both Arab and Jews stood in unity and love, you know, working together, praying together, worshiping the Lord together. And so the Lord began to entrust us with this younger generation since 2009 to work with them and mentor this generation in worship and in intercession in the prophetic training and equipping the saints uh, for the work of the kingdom. And further on, and after 2009, we began to work with young people. Then we also began uh, to work with uh, women in, in, in Israel, uh, specifically began with Arab women, uh, Christian Arab women here. Those women actually that needed, I would say, uh, training and equipping to be released as the Lord has called them to be Debras of the Lamb, you know, and the Arab Debras Rising conferences that we did for uh, years now, at least I would say six years we have been working with women now, and the Lord has expanded our tent peg in a way in the spirit realm, but the physical was still the same, it was the still, still the same facility, but we actually expanded in the conferences and the meetings that we began to facilitate, specifically to really facilitate a safe place for the women to be in so that the Lord can pour out his spirit on them and uh, find that place of safety to be equipped, released, and uh, trained for the work of the kingdom and to really be rising up into their identity. Yes, each one of them to come to that place of their identity in God, identity in Jesus. And so as we continued working uh, on this, the Lord uh, gave me a lot of promises for this facility. Uh, and uh, I've always dreamt also that there is not only uh, a place where we can have only meetings, but you know, the Arab heart is always loved, the, you know, hospitality. And so we're, we as a people are gifted with that. So some of the gifting that the Lord gave to the Arab people and I love hospitality and I love seeing people eat. <laughs> so my mom is this way. She's a, she's a chef. She's a good cook. And we've always been brought up around a table. So the table is very important for us. And uh, ultimately, it seems that the Lord knew really the passion of my heart. And as I picked the place uh, for my amazement, the place had almost really a, a totally coffee shop that was fully uh, renovated when we entered into the facility to see it. So the man basically who has rented the space before me has poured a lot of money into renovating it, renovating it, and he left after four months, which was a miracle, right? So it was like the Lord appearing, preparing, I'm sorry, preparing that for us to come in and take, take over. So we had to put, you know, of course, a lot of other things and bring in furniture, other things and innovate and paint and, and so on. But relatively, what was going on in this is almost relatively a, a very good condition, a new, new space uh, that really could be used with a lot of um, potential. There's a lot of potential there for seminars, for training and equipping the younger generation, especially the younger generation love this atmosphere of, you know, being in a coffee shop, being together having that space for them, which is safe space. And as all of you know, we're, we're, things are becoming uh, a bit more complicated now in Israel with all the green pass and so on. So several of our younger people even cannot even go into coffee shops. So we, all of us are aware of this. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing the Lord doing incredible things for his body 
in this time. And I believe many of you, you know, agree with me that uh, there was actually a prophetic word that was raised through one of the prophets. I think it was uh, Lana vows a few months ago that the Lord's about to release property for ministries, you know, private properties. And these properties will be used as hubs, as refuge places, you know, and uh, hubs where the saints can uh, come together, whether in prayer and fellowship can be sent forth these apostolic hubs. And I can actually say that I can describe this facility that the Lord gave us as, as, as a, an apostolic hub. This is what we have been operating before and still, but we needed a bigger space now uh, to, have, uh, to have more people in the, uh, inside the prayer room and inside also, we have overflow in the coffee shop. So the prayer room can take between 70 to 80 people. And the coffee shop basically has tables and decorated as, as a place more intimate and more nice for people to fellowship together there. And for our conferences, if we want to have people want to come and, you know, have fellowship over food after the meetings and so on, can be really with a big potential for all what we need for this time. And that was, I believe, the biggest surprise I've ever had from the Lord, let me say it this way, where it came about in a suddenly, you know. I believe many of you have experienced the suddenness of God, but uh, this for me was, I just simply found myself entering into a space where I haven't prepared. I just came into a place. I saw it, it's, wow, Lord, this is exactly what we need. And then how all the things, all the events, it's like a domino effect, all the events, how things began to come about and the Lord preparing the place with his favor in ways of giving favor with the previous renter, giving favor with the landlord who ended up being my classmate 35 years ago, who met me in a miraculous way on the way going up, bringing marble as I was renovating my my you know, house uh, here, the house of prayer, the old house of prayer. And, and someone mentions the, the name for me. And when someone mentions the name for me, the man crosses by with his, you know, with his car. And we ended up meeting in the middle of the street. So this is Arabic style, you know, you meet up in the middle of the street, you know, this is how Israelis use, stop all the traffic in the middle, you know, people began to beep, you know, the, the most important is that we meet, you know, that's, that's how our social, the strength of our social relationships are. So, you know, we stop on the side and we, then we meet and this is how things began to roll. And God begins to set the events on course for us with lots of favor and with the previous renters who almost released to us most of the stuff that was there with very minimal price saying, if you are a house of prayer, we would like to give it in a very minimal Price and talking about a lot of facilities that was you know put there, so all of this to say the incredible faithfulness of and the generosity of our God, uh, who knows our hearts, who is so good to us that in a, in a moment he he hears our hearts cry. In a moment, I have never thought. I thought you know it needed to be a lot of preparation and things. What happened is, is within, and actually, I would say within two weeks, we signed a contract. Within two months, the whole space was fully ready for us to have the opening uh, on Monday. With everything, most of the things we needed uh, uh, are in it. Uh, and, and now we are actually beginning 
since November to operate uh, in this building. And the main, I would say, really the main heart behind our behind our you know vision and what we're doing for the Galilee, as Karen said, you know, her heart is to see this altar of fire, yes, being uh, set and and uh, worship and prayer happening day and night in the heart of Galilee, in the heart of this place. For my amazement, also, you know, that place is actually is located in Nofa Galil, which is Upper Nazareth. It's a Jewish Arab, uh, more Jewish Arab city. Now, Nazareth is totally Arab, fully Arab, and the Nofa Galil is Arab Jew, okay, together. And when I opened, you know, this in the coffee shop, there's a setting there where there are tables you can look, you know, there's a view that you can look across the windows. And for my amazement, when I was talking to the landlord and I asked, you know, what is this city that is on front of us? Because I thought, you know, we're talking about Nofa Galil maybe, or he said, well, actually you're looking to, towards Nazareth now. This is Nazareth that you see here. So it's like the Lord, again, you know, repositioned us in a place and it's very strategic because people who come from Shafaram, from all across the Galilee area can cross that circle and just simply they find five minutes, they find themselves into the the place with no traffic, no nothing. I mean, so it's so strategic, perfectly located and high also. It is high place. You can overlook the whole area. Kana, we can see Kana, Rainy, Nazareth, Shafaram, all the region there. Uh, and, and from that position, praying and covering in an umbrella of prayer uh, over the city, over all this region, over these cities. So I felt like really the Lord was extending a chupa let me call it chupa over that region as uh, people who are in covenant with him. Yes, who made a covenant with him. The remnant of younger generation from Arab, from Jew, women who stand there to pray and gather together uh, uh, and release their voices. They stand in covenant. And as we stand and build the altar, as the Lord spoke to me many years ago when I asked the Lord, I want the fire on the altar, you know, because we, we all can have an altar, but the question is, is we have the fire on the altar. That's what makes the altar an altar. Yes, if there's no fire, then there is no altar. And, and, and then the Lord said to me, Rania, for many years, I've, I've like a principle in my heart. He said, where is the sacrifice? Where is the sacrifice? So you've always long, the, always the Lord asked for the sacrifice. When he sees a sacrifice, enough pleasing to his heart, sacrifice of love on the altar, this is when we see the fire erupting on that altar. And that's from that place of intimacy and covenant with him. And the fire of God has always been the, I would say, the longing of my heart. And you know, sometimes you don't know what you're praying for, because watch out when you pray for the fire of God, you know, <laughs> this is not something to play with. But, but the fire, either for those who surrender, those who give their lives and let go, and those who say yes to the Lord, it is the most fascinating, empowering power of God that can be released, this essence of his glory, that fire is his essence, the major essence of who God is, can be released you know, over our lives when we surrender, you know, and that's, that's when our hearts begin 
to be released and burning for, for love. And so uh, I wanted to actually just to say that one of the main promises that the Lord gave me, which I'd love to read uh, a verse, and then I'll show a few pictures and we go into prayer. But I also want to um, see if there is time to show the video. If there is no time, then uh, we will skip the video and send you the link to look at it later. But I'd love to read a promise the Lord gave me, which I was struck with when, um, when I began to search for that location and ask the Lord for confirmation. He began to speak to me about the number 18 and uh, the significance of the number 18, which is high in Hebrew. And it's about the awakening. It's the life, it's the awakening, it's the resurrection power that he wants to bring forth this life out of this place. And he spoke about Luke 4, 18, again, 18. And Luke 4, 18 is the theme of our ministry. Uh, it's about Isaiah 61, of course, the whole, you know, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news, set the captives free, bind the brokenhearted, declare a year of jubilee. This promise for us has been for years that the same womb that birthed, you know, the Messiah from Nazareth, his mission and commission. The Lord uh, in the, the end time, he is preparing a younger generation, women and men who have this covenant with his heart to partner with him in order for this womb, the womb in the spirit, because Nazareth is a womb and also is a well in the spirit. Because I don't know if you know, but there was a well during the time of Mary, there was a well in Nazareth. So there is a womb and there is a well. God wants us to partner with him as we understand the destiny of our city, we will uh, partner with his heart and call forth the promises and what was spoken over this destiny of this land and call it forth into being and believe that God is gonna do what he has exactly promised to do. And what he has released from Nazareth, 